Hi everybody. Welcome back to Spoken Word with Electronics. You're listening to the seventh episode of the series. And this week you're going to hear a shortwave broadcast telling you not to smoke pot. I'm going to play it for you in my bomb bunker. So appropriately, this episode is titled An Ode to Fallout Shelters and Marijuana, the Devil's Flower. I have a bomb bunker because I follow what presidents tell me to do. I like presidents and their messages. Authority is useful for declaring a universal mood. During these official declarations, I don't think anything a president says is ever meant to be sarcastic. In 1949, the Soviets succeeded in creating their first nuclear device. The bomb was called RDS-1, or First Lightning, and it was codenamed Joe 1 by the United States. This officially made the Cold War into a serious confrontation, and in 1950, President Truman suggested a bomb shelter in American homes would not be a bad idea. Here's Edward R. Murrow telling us some wisdom about fallout shelters. Our cities are prime targets for atomic attack, but mass evacuation would be disastrous. An enemy would like nothing better than to have us leave our cities empty and unproductive. Uh, That resonates, doesn't it? Here's Murrow on setting up a shelter in your home. The first job is to look over your own home for shelter possibilities. Set aside a small supply of canned goods. They're safe from radioactivity. If you have a workbench or strong table big enough to get under, move it into your shelter area near a wall or strong supporting column. Have a good flashlight on hand. Electric lights may go out. Make a habit of keeping a bottle of fresh water handy. A radio will be important for receiving vital instructions. I love that, especially that last line about radio. In 1951, following Truman's advice, I had completed my own bomb shelter. I dug it out in the backyard. I did so to the sounds of shovels in the backyards of all my neighbors. None of us had basements. This is Texas. There are no basements in Texas. So to build these things, it was a lot of digging. Day into night, digging, digging, digging. But I'm done with mine now. Barney down the street is a lazy guy. He never built a shelter. I saw him all summer sizzling burgers on the back porch and looking up at everyone with his cigars. So everyone is welcome to get into my shelter so long as they don't include him. Like I said, everyone else is welcome. But Barney's got to get his. There's not a lot of space, about eight by four feet, but it's a thick cement block. You'll hear it? With an iron door, three shelves, and nicely underground. And with that introduction, let's uh, let's get into our first piece here, or the uh, main attraction of this week, which is turning an anti-drug anti-pot song from 1951 into a shortwave radio transmission. So, if you'll follow this thought experiment, you are under uh, underground in my bunker with me right now. And all we have 
for our entertainment beyond the newspaper that maybe we've read 17 or 22 times is a shortwave radio. It is 1951, and we've dialed up some station. We're not sure where it's from. That's the thing about shortwave radio is that even though there are stations, it's uh, more of a drifting kind of signal than, you know, your typical FM AM. I have a couple radios, and one of my favorite ones, which I want to highlight tonight, or today, whenever you're hearing this, is a piece of electronics called the RF Nomad. And uh, I'll play it under, under me here so you can hear what it sounds like. And the RF Nomad is specifically designed to give you that unfiltered sound. And these are squealing or loud pitches or washes of noise or a bunch of other stuff. So if you were to buy a shortwave radio right now, a normal one, you wouldn't be able to get a lot of the sounds that you can get out of the RF Nomad. It isn't terrific for actual radio tuning. Uh, every tool has its own purpose. But um, as you can hear right here, it's an amazing source of noise. And it's always changing. And the nicest thing also is you can send it what's called control voltage, which are signals that a analog synthesizer can follow. And uh, so with the RF Nomad, you can send control voltage into the tuning dial. And that's pretty neat. So you can send, uh, say, maybe a sound wave that would go like up and down, like woo, 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 you know, like that. And it will move the dial of the RF Nomad with magic hands, they say. Um, and that's pretty amazing. And so uh, I don't know if you can hear the RF Nomad under under here. I have, a, I have it connected to a pretty decent antenna. Everton Technologies makes the RF Nomad, and they have it in two versions. One's on a Eurorack format, and the other is uh, made for 5U or Moog unit. Uh, tricky thing is that you want to keep it from a lot of metal for reception purposes, and so it gets a little tricky in a Eurorack case, but I have it uh, separated from a lot of my Moog gear, and it receives really well, as I think you're hearing, or I hope you're hearing. And so the trick that we're going to do is we have two anti-drug songs, both with the same name, Marijuana, the Devil's Flower. And of the two, uh, we're going to play with both of them. But for this first piece, I am going to use another part of the RF Nomad. It's a uh, DIY kit that you build um, separately called the A-Modulator. And what that allows you is the ability to broadcast a small shortwave signal into your RF Nomad. It's a low wattage signal, it's only about a foot or two, but it's um, but if you have an uh, RF Nomad uh, antenna nearby, you will hear drifting and weird shortwave. So this is not an emulation. What I'm going to do is actually play Marijuana the Devil's Flower, the 1951 version, through the A modulator into the RF Nomad and tune it. And so what this is, is very legitimately, you know, not a, uh, not a filter or anything. I'm not going to like just, you know, uh, dial up shortwave sound or something and get it. What you're going to really hear is what it would sound like if you're in a bomb bunker and you've got your shortwave radio and you have found somewhere on the dial, this, this little, this song about uh, marijuana 
and the devil's flower. But it would not be clean, clear audio like this. Before it is too late There's a vicious plant That looks so innocent But its stem comes from the roots of hate Marijuana, the devil's flower If you use it, you'll be his slave Pretty harsh stuff from Mr. Sunshine and his guitar pickers. Mr. Sunshine kind of sounds like a, uh, I don't want to say a low-rent Ernest Tubb, but uh, clearly Ernest Tubb. He sounds like Ernest Tubb. So, but watch out. Marijuana will send you to an early grave. So now we're going to take that song and make it not so clean and turn it into a shortwave broadcast that the RF Nomad can receive. Sort of like a ghost, you know, drifting into your bong bunker. So we're going to play that as our first track, and you're going to hear sort of this drifting and weird kind of thing, and it sounds exactly like what uh, it would be like in 1951 to receive this weird ghost-like song from the ether, or the blue. I guess the green we're talking about marijuana or maybe the red we're talking about the devil i don't know what color you're receiving this song from but it's pretty awesome to hear what these things sound like when they're uh, sort of turned into like these strange shortwave signals and um there's a lot of frequency bending that happens with shortwave that doesn't happen with regular radio you know kind of uh starts to ring modulate or warble or or uh, kind of split its frequency in two it does some really cool stuff so sit back and enjoy in the bomb bunker grab a pillow sit on a cement block and let's listen to marijuana the devil's flower by mr sunshine and the guitar pickers as it would have been in the bomb bunker in 1951 via shortwave radio (laughs) 